This break is brought to you by Adobe Photoshop. Here's a fun fact. Every day, millions of people around the world use Photoshop to create all kinds of cool stuff. Designs for t-shirts and posters, graphics to promote brands and businesses, images for social and websites. Anyone can do it. And to the guy who put a bulldog's head on a parakeet's body, you, sir, are a genius. Get started for free today. Click or tap the banner to head over to photoshop.com. Welcome back to This Week in Crime, everybody. It's your boy, Steve, here, and we got another banger on our hands. As always, I'm with my co-host, Saul Trujillo. What up? And this episode is brought to you by West Coast Gardens, the best weed you can fucking smoke. So I, good. I've been getting so goddamn high. I I drove, well, <laughs> I drove down to, I smoked a blunt driving down to go do some shows. <laughs> it's okay. You edited yourself. I drove, and I had to stop in a Taco Bell to go to sleep. So big smoke, big smoke, <laughs> big West Coast. Smoke, <laughs> big Steven. But what did you order? I got oh, I went to a good Taco Bell. You know, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. There's good Taco Bells and bad Taco Bells. Yeah, one's born by Mexican teenagers. I fucking yeah. oh terrible. That was like, you want the, I want the grandma run one. Yes, the, the one by the their Mex- parents. The Mexican teenager one's just dog shit. They don't give a fuck about their job. Or the whites. Ugh. If there's too many whites in your <laughs> Taco Bell, they're not cooking the chalupa. <laughs> you need them to be like, I know you got real sauce the back there. Yep. Don't give me this fire. Yeah. Give me the, sh- the Tupperware shit you got back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like definitely there's one, there's a Taco Bell, I think on Western or Vermont in Hollywood, and it is the worst Taco Bell I've ever been to in my life. They didn't. The one on Vine in Santa Monica is dog shit. Yeah, too. that's the one. That's fucking it's awful. It's so bad. So bad. I go to it every because it's the closest one. It. It's right there. It. What, am Dude, I going to go to a different one? They don't cook the chalupas. Oh, but you got to go to one in Compton that had that has yeah. actual Mexicans, so that way your Taco Bell comes out. Yeah, it, literally the one you get Good. from the Vine in uh, Santa Monica tastes like I'm eating um, ground five beef day, in a toaster strudel. It's five-day-old Taco Bell is what it tastes like. You just made this. Just left your hands. How's yep. it taste already gross? So the one I went to was excellent. Everyone working there, probably 40 years old. But like a dignified 40, not like if you got a white 40-year-old working at a Taco Bell, they're haggard. You know they're haggard? Mean? Yeah. I'd like, either, I mean, it depends on like what his optimism, he's like, that's an addict. But if he's like, he found Christ, yeah, I need, he's going to be a good worker. Or if he's like special, if he's like, and he's a drug addict, bad. But if he's like, oh, and he's like special ed, that's a good Taco Bell. You do, I, I, if I see a, spe, like a slow person working yep. cashier. That's a good fucking That's fast good. food environment. Because <laughs> everybody loves that guy, yep. and he's fucking... Wor- and I am Sam? Yeah. You got an I am Sam at your, yep. wherever you're at? Come and he's on. strict, you know, because <laughs> things got to be patterned out. And if you're not doing it... He's only out. giving you a couple like, sauces at a time. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Sorry, man, but he's you He's counting sauces. Yeah, yeah. You got to, like, really swindle him. You got to, yeah. like, trick him with a key jingle to get more sauces, but... <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what happens, though. Old Ted's... <laughs> Ted's cooking those chalupas. Yeah. So we've had a good little time recently. We've been opening up for, um, I don't know, the biggest comedians in the world. Yeah, a lot of fun. Me, as always, still on tour with Bert. But you have been doing what? 
I got uh, to open for Theo Vaughn and Friends in the belly room, which is fun. I got that through the store, and that's the luxuries of working here, of even being here and, and actually being sort of funny. You know what I mean? And I did well. And then Theo asked, he asked me to run it back, and then I opened for him at the Laugh Factory, and then I crushed there too. And then the booker of the Laugh Factory was there, and he's like, he's like send, me, send me dates. And I was like, this just a good... Yeah. 48 hours. Yeah, it's been baby. Great. It's been yeah. Great. It's I been like fucking it. So fun. It's great. I mean, two things. Congratulations. Thank Couldn't you, be buddy. more happy for you. Also, you know, breaking into the Laugh Factory is one of the odder, harder things to do. Well, so there's no real system, no real shade on the Laugh Factory, but it's like you don't know who's going to book you because you don't know who the booker is. It? I don't know who's booking it. So. This last booker has been there a little bit on and off, but been there for about a year and a half. Is a Mexican dude, right? Nah, it's a different guy now. God damn. <laughs> Stevie! God damn. <laughs> so, if you guys don't know, we'll talk about comedy a little bit real quick. Yeah. So, in comedy, it used to be these things called gatekeepers, and they're normally bookers of clubs. Most of the time, they are women. Most of the time. Most of the time. And they're good, and you kind of need this person problem with the last factory so the comedy store had mitzi shore for a long time then we had um adam for a while and now we have emily and you want someone to be there for a long time so that they can put their vision in there yeah and so you can work so the laugh factory has had 15 bookers in the six years i've lived here i want to say you're exaggerating but i don't think you are i think they've had four this year it's crazy they had nichelle they had the mexican dude who, he's still there. He should, yeah. He's still well, there. He should. I don't go there that often because it's kind of just harder to get in there. But it's a fantastic club. They record your spots. Great to get in there. It's just kind of hard to get in. There's no real path. But um, but as, he, as soon as you get your little toe in, man, then you get to, then you're in there you're in. and it's good. And the thing about him is he uh, he was a he's like some of the guys who get a job booking comedy. You want to have been lifers in comedy. Yeah. And that's what that guy was. He was like a general manager of a smaller club. I think went to Oxnard, was the main guy at Oxnard, then got hired to book there. And that's what you want. You don't want someone coming from a different industry that has no idea about the culture and whatever. I used to run a Chili's. It's yeah. Like, I, just, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I was a music producer. I was like a movie, you know, casting guy. You don't want that. You want someone who's been a lifer in comedy to book something. And uh, that guy's good, too. It's great you got in there. Hopefully you can get in there. Your first set, I'll uh, come watch it if I'm that'd down. Be, that'd be so much fun. That'd be great, buddy. But will you be, because you're, you're, it's November 2nd right now, and you got a Coors Light Skis. I did pound two Coors today. You're trying to make up for lost time. That's that Coors Light. Like if you were like chugging vodka like a detective who didn't give a fuck about nothing yeah, like right I'm out just the bottle, flasking it. Just, just then I'd be like, all right, take it easy. But you're easing into it, dude. You're back still haven't been drunk. Sober October, still not drunk. Don't know if I'm planning on getting it. You don't think so? I'm proud of you, Steve. Thanks, bud. I think I still gonna. Ra I mean, you know, and also my my. Drinking is a lot more hardcore than other people's. I miss late night Steve. Like you got like second to last in the main yeah, room. Yeah, and I'm and blackout. You're, you're fucking seven, eight vodka, vodka sodas Cups in. Of, oh, uh, no, no. Tequila, tequila soda. Tequila soda Cup in. Cup of tequila soda. Yeah, so like a lot of citric acid has been taken down. 
My teeth are glowing <laughs> from limes. Glowing. And you're just up there, and dude, you'll be up there. You ah, fuck it. <laughs> just you, and you crush, but it's just you just can tell. I was like, oh, Steve's on. They get a little, yeah. Sometimes it, it's just. I think I'm just. I don't know when I'm gonna get drunk, but I do now enjoy being able to go up. Two beers and a shot for me is more getting me back to par. Yeah. Than it is me being drunk at all. It's it's like that's when I'm normal. That's when I'm normal. Mm-hmm. Like that's best stuff. Steve. That's best Steve. Okay. You should take two shots and and a, and a beer before you just even wake up. Just fuck. Yeah. If I could do that, like instead of brushing my teeth, I just smash a cold one. <laughs> it would be better for mouthwash it with some tequila. You'd be good, dude. But I don't know when I'm gonna do that. Um, otherwise, you're back though. I'm back. It's nice to just have the option. And um, yeah, so I was touring with Bert. He was sober. <sighs> it was he boring. came out hard. I just listened to the Rogan where he just like chugged some Glenn Levitt. He's like, ah, come on now. Yeah, Give I did here. see that. The Give first one he drank yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, he did say he didn't get that drunk yet though. Yeah, Said, but he's a machine. Yeah, he is too. He's, he's like a lifer of drinking. <laughs> so, well, we talked about it, and you, we we need to. There's a lot of talking about this okay. on the tour because. You know, I've been touring with it's. I'm still getting. I'm not as with him all the time. I think he's just expanding his thing, and it's completely fine. I don't mind that all the time. But I was all with him for like two years. Yeah, and it was a lot. But like, would you ever try to keep up with him? Yeah, I can keep up with him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I how much he can drink. I don't know how much you can drink. Well, there's a lot of things about him. Number one, everyone thinks he's like this bumbling moron who's drunk all the time he doesn't drink until the middle of the second show yeah that makes sense and then he has fun and then we start drinking then we drink super late so like do i keep up with i mean when i was on tour with him for weeks and weeks at a time i was averaging almost a bottle of casamigos a night jesus christ to my face reposado (laughs) <laughs> you say reposado, it's just like you represent, represent And then you click, Casamigos. represent <laughs> Yeah, I would smash at least Four-fifths of that bottle Whoa Every night? It's not four-fifths, like four-fifths <laughs> yeah, four of a fifth Yeah, four-fifths of a fifth So like three-fourths of it, like most yeah, of it most, most of it. it Yeah. Because I start so much earlier than he does I will drink a couple drinks Before I go on stage the first time Okay so I'm starting at like seven. <laughs> okay, seven drinks or seven p.m. You're starting 7 at seven p.m. Okay, 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 because it made it sound like I'm starting at like seven, just light, just a light seven drinks. But we're we all, in there. <laughs> also the drinks that we get for a while, where we go to Starbucks, got to be Starbucks. Of course, it has to be. And we buy venti cups. Yeah, like the bad bitches you are. Yeah, the bad bitches we are. Like the frappuccino would be, in, <laughs> and then we make our drinks because. Because when you get the smaller drink, when you're consuming alcohol at the rate that we were, and also we're in a bus, our home's right there, we're not driving, you, you, the small cups get annoying. You want to know what that is? It's the it's the monogamous alcoholic, the Starbucks cup. Yeah. It's the guy who doesn't cheat on his wife. <laughs> There's no cheating on wives. <laughs> oh, you're spoken for. You got yeah. a Starbucks cup mm-hmm. full of vodka. <laughs> you know how many limes I can put in a fucking Starbucks cup? A lot, dude. Six. <laughs> You actually counted. I was like, oh, yeah. Six limes, and it is fantastic. We're sponsored by limes. <laughs> yeah. If you want to drink how we drink and smoke how we smoke, get some Casamigos and better yet, get some West Coast Gardens. 
and about 17 limes. Yeah, you got to have the limes, folks. I'm telling you. All right. Oh, baby. We're starting it off with a banger. ABCnews.com, October 23rd, 2022. Chicago woman faces eviction and is accused of killing her landlord and hiding the remains in a freezer. Sandra Kola Lu, 36, was charged with first-degree murder and concealment of a homicide in the death of Francis Walker, 69. (laughs) (laughs) This Chicago woman has been charged with murder, accused of killing a landlord who was trying to evict her and hiding the dismembered remains in a freezer, police say. First question. What kind of freezer you got, dog? Like, just in general? I'm talking, I, I, if or just for killing my. Well, landlord. it's like you got like a LG, a Kenmore, because mine barely fits an ice cream cake. And yes, I buy ice cream cakes. And uh, <laughs> recently, I did buy an ice cream cake for myself. No occasion, just a good time. Could barely hold it. What is she working with? <laughs> if she's putting her whole landlord in a freezer, like if we're, I don't know if she's cutting them in pieces, but she's definitely got the fucking the meat freezer, the one that comes up. Yeah, you got the one like of those. chest one. Yeah, yeah, because that's like uh, that's a Joe Rogan freezer I call him. Yeah. Elk, elk meat in there. Yeah, it's, so <laughs> elk meat or humans, you either or, you're hunting for something if you got that. You got a landlord spine in there, whatever you need. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a bad landlord? I I've only rented from one place. So, because I've I've just subleased most of my life. Yeah, as a comedian, but, we have to sublease. Yeah, but no, yeah, the landlord itself is not great because it's just this giant mega corporation that buys up all these apartments. Yeah, and then they don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. And then like I always have money. Yeah, landlords suck, man. Whether like because now in L.A. they suck because there's no face to the landlord. Yeah, it sucks. A conglomerate. Yeah, it's yeah, shitty. I can't just. I would love to chop up Concord Management. <laughs> properties, yeah. but I can't yeah. put them in my I'm freezer. I'm going to need a big-ass freezer walking. Got to get to the through. top. <laughs> Got to find all these people in the office, cut them all up, and put them in my tiny Kenmore freezer. <laughs> I've actually had pretty good landlords. Have you? I would almost say I've always had a good landlord. But you, this sounds like people who own the building, you interacted with people who've owned your building. To, I think also the uh, building manager is a landlord in and of itself. The, what, whoever the guy I'm immediately talking to, you know, like if you're working somewhere, your boss is just the first guy you're talking to. I think that's the messenger, dog. I think he that person's getting discounted or free room. Yeah, they get a free room. Yeah, yeah. And they're not necessarily the manager. That's like the messenger telling you like, hey, it's going up. Like, I don't think it's their choice in rent increasing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but... They're the person I'm dealing with. So therefore they die. Yeah, it's like Ronald <laughs> McDonald. No, no, it's like Ronald McDonald. Oh, okay. Is he the boss of McDonald's? I got you. I thought he was. I, th- I thought yeah. a clown was in Can charge. We look in that? Tony, look into that, please. <laughs> yeah, got you. you see the clown, Ronald McDonald? I thought Grimace was VP. <laughs> <laughs> the hamburger is the janitor, sadly. He's had a drug problem. Um, I've had some good ones, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, the one I got now has been good. What do you mean? What define good? Like they're nice to you. They get things done. They swiftly. fix something. I'm gonna fix. I also normally move into rent controlled places, so I'm not getting fucked that way. If I need them to fix something, it fixes it. Leave well, me alone. That's all I want. Leave me alone. Fix something if I need fixing. Raise my rent the minimal amount you can. We recently had an issue with had to call a plumber in, and then all the plumbing is connected to one another. So if somebody backs up, it goes into our tub. Oh, it's fucking gross. God. It's an old building. So then we called about that, and then they ended up flipping it on us. Like, it's your fault the tub is clogged because of your hair. And I'm like, fuck that. No. So they're trying to charge us an extra 130 
So now we got we're thinking about moving out over a hundred thirty dollar bill. We're like, if you guys are gonna keep doing this shit, fuck. So that's why. No, I would definitely cut up all these people, put them in. A yeah, no, I love that one. They're like, we actually were planning on only having bald tenants, and <laughs> you have hair. <laughs> He's like, you know, the stuff coming out of the tub that doesn't look like hair looks like shit. <laughs> that's your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> we wanted bald, shitless tenants. <laughs> Yet somehow you have hair and poop. <laughs> Francis Walker, 69, who owned a boarding home and was renting rooms to several tenants, was killed, authorities said. The person who owns a resident was actually served the defendant with a notice to leave or eviction notice. Brendan Dinahan of the Chicago Police Department. How much back rent do you got to have to think of killing your landlord is a good idea. Ah, six, six, seven months in L.A.? Six, seven months. It seems like uh, I can't. And a I godly can't. amount of money you can never come back from. Yeah, I can't, can't, can't come back from that. It's required. Just killing one person and then you're you're clean. Essentially what we're saying is we'll kill someone for 20 grand. <laughs> I'm a hitman. I am a hitman for 20 grand. Steve, 20 grand. Me, eh, you'll find me on Facebook Marketplace. For $1,900. <laughs> I'll be cash. selling my menudo and um, Put it in a Carl Jr. Shoes. bag. <laughs> that very well could be possible. Escalated this into the defendant becoming extremely angry and committing this horrific act, Brendan Dinahan said. Cola Lou also faces a misdemeanor count of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Police said she threatened a tow truck driver. <laughs> I think if you see a tow truck driver about to tow your car, you should be able to fight him. Uh, I don't know. Usually tow truck drivers are pretty big dudes. Yes. They got bats and guns. Yes. I've never thought like, oh, I could take this tow truck driver. True, but I've never seen a tow truck driver. I'm like, he looks athletic. No, <laughs> I could run around, get him. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna gas out. You think he'll gas out? But then he has that bat that they always have, which I'm like, not, I don't know. I can't. They have weapons. Yeah, but that's why if I win, I don't get in trouble. And if he does, he gets to take my shit. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I would. I, you're right. I agree with you. I agree with you. It would be even better if you could fight. Like, if you caught... <laughs> I think, like, parking attendants should be, like, leprechauns. Where, like, if you catch one doing it in the act, you should be able to do whatever you want to make sure you either steal its gold or not get a parking ticket. <laughs> like, if you see a guy riding it, you should be able to, like, blindside tackle him. So you're saying the old Asian guy who keeps giving me tickets on my street, I should just fucking rear naked choke him? And he'll not give me... And I wouldn't let him tap. It, I would... I would put him in my freezer. I'd call up Kolalu. I'd say, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. was that a Kenmore or an LG? Couple tips. Couple from tips. From master. How, um, what do you, you cut at the joints? <laughs> Concerned tenants called the police to the victim's home early Monday evening because she had not been seen in about a day. They're talking about the landlord. Tenants told investigators they heard scream about 2.30 in the morning. That's normally when you talk to your landlord. <laughs> Uh, many of the tenants also told police that they were afraid of Kolalu, Denahan said. Kolalu declined to speak to police, authorities said. Instead, they said she left the residence and ordered a tow truck to Foster Beach where her car was. Interesting. Tenants exchanged information with the tow truck driver. The driver told the tenants that Kolalu placed a large bag in a garbage can at the beach. <laughs> Imagine you pick up a ride and they hop in with a human-sized plastic bag. Saul, what are you saying? So that you don't get caught with that bag. What does the bag look like? Like, is it like... From what I understand, it's human remains that she had in a bag, and then she got 
a cab ride from her tow truck driver, which, I mean, pricing-wise is insane. That sounds crazy. You pay by the month. She's like, well, is paying for all this. I'm a member. I'm a gold AAA Stay member. here while I don't mind the smell. <laughs> I was cutting up pigs. There's no car, but there is a bag where, with a hand and arm just sticking out like a piece of bread. Is it like that or is it like pointy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it like a, a rib cage against the fucking Glade bag? Like, I think it's looking like that. Are you using Glade scented? I would. <laughs> to cover up something. There are some bloody rags in the garbage crayon, Dina had said, which prompted police to send officers to Forest Beach. Cola Lou is alleged to have threatened the tow truck driver with a knife at Foster Beach, which led to her arrest. First off, who uses a tow truck as an Uber? Sure, you pay by the mo- the ride, the mile. Just take a cab. A cab driver, you go into a cab with human remains, he doesn't even look back at you. No, even an Uber driver. A good Uber driver will get five stars if I come in with a fucking bag of body parts. Yep. And you don't talk to me. Don't talk like to me. Like the good, he knows, especially if it's like a Eastern European guy. He knows. He yeah. knows the deal. He's like, I got body bags in the trunk. Yeah, right now. He's Put like, it look at you. We're both doing things. Hey, buddy. <laughs> the investigators at the home then discovered the gruesome remains in a freezer. Police obtained a warrant and found blood in the landlord's room, bloody knives in the home. The landlord may have been dismembered with large butcher knives. Oof. Walker appears to have killed been killed in her first floor bedroom. The suspect lived on the same floor. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Truly a horrific story, and I'm happy this woman is in jail. But with Dahmer being the hottest show in this crime happening, Saul, you murder me in your apartment. Because you want to take all that sweet, sweet West Coast Gardens weed. <laughs> I'll take it, dude. How are you getting my remains out? Uh, I'm boiling it down. I'm making it into some sort of Steve soup. Okay. You remember Breaking Bad? Yep. Where they, well, like, I would, they, I, this is how I learned how to, you're not supposed to dismember, like, pour, pour acid on somebody in a tub because it seeps through the, yes. through the house. I would get the plastic things that you're supposed to get. I put you, uh, cut you up with the butcher knives. And then I just make Steve soup. And as I'm taking it out, I'll be like, menudo for the church or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I make my menudo in non-toxic barrels I got from <laughs> like, the swamp. That one smells good. Like someone puts a little finger in. Like, That's good right there. It's a lot of cumin. I like Top it. Top notch. <laughs> All right. That was another fantastic story. Saul, what do you got? I got one right here. Man who posed as special needs patient so home nurses would change his diapers sentenced for perverse deception. Uh, I don't know if people know this, but I am man's. <laughs> I don't am, know. It's a different guy. And I got doo-doos. A Louisiana man pretended to have special needs in order to have women he hired as babysitters change his diapers was sentenced to probation this week. Do you think he actually went in with diapers to keep his appearance at first? Like clean diapers? Because mm-hmm. like the issue is, is that they would come in and then they'd change his diapers and it'd be like, he'd just have an erection. Yeah. Like I'd have to shit my diaper. You know, to be a really good at to so that keep up appearances. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to shit my diaper just to get an erection. <laughs> it's more of a metal condition I don't really want to talk about, but uh, they gotta open here. up the diapers like a fucking boner tamale. It's fucking terrible. Also, man. how special do you gotta be for people to start 
changing your diaper? Like, what level do you... Is that okay? You know, because I've got friends who are just a little autistic. Changing diapers aren't okay. That's, yeah. I'm talking about full drooling. Like, we were talking about milk for dinner earlier, (laughs) like in the last episode. Like, if you drink milk for dinner, you need your diapers changed. (laughs) A judge sentenced uh, Rutledge Deus V on Monday to five years of probation and 400 hours of community service in addition to have having to maintain employment. I just want to know if uh, Rutledge Detra's 1234 were also in on the diarrhea scam. <laughs> Is it a family affair? Yeah. Imagine he's doing uh, community service as he's cleaning up gum under a park bench with an orange vest on, and he's just like, he never has to take a bathroom break. He's like, this guy's a good-ass worker. You don't got to pee or poo once? No, nah, man, I got it. No, nah, but if you could change my boner. <laughs> That's the thing with adult feces, too. It's squirting out the front, you know? Oh. Okay. But the whole, point, the whole point was just to have women come over and change him. I don't want my wife looking at the boxers, at my boxers at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this. I don't want her to, but she needs to. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Louisiana State Police arrested Deus, 29, of New Orleans on November 19th, following reports that he was using the Internet to engage in fraud and later commit sexual battery, police said. Through the course of their investigation, police learned that Deus had advertised on social media to find a home health care worker to look after his disabled 18-year-old brother, Corey. However, once the worker arrived, Deus would pretend to be Corey and have the woman change his diapers, which aroused him sexually. One of his victims, an unnamed woman, provided care for Corey at least 10 separate occasions before she realized what was happening and then she reported to the cops. Uh, police arrested Deus November 19th without incident. He's subsequently charged with 10 counts of sexual battery, 10 counts of human trafficking. This is why I'm reading it, because of the labor. They, is that human trafficking or is that tricking someone? Wow. You know, it's definitely, if it is tracking, trafficking humans, it's a back road. <laughs> it's not a highway. It's not smooth. You got to be, also the woman, it took her 10 times. You feel, you should feel stupid. You got tricked by an improv actor. Yeah. You got Kaiser Sezoed. <laughs> you should feel dumb. It's an issue with helping special needs people. Like you got to think like a percentage of the time, this is somebody trying to Trick me. They're not special needs. I know, because that's the problem, right? Every time you walk in, you got to be like, I think this guy's faking it. But you can't say that. You can't, because what if they're not faking, faking it? it? You know? Like, that's the issue. Like, when somebody has, I hate to say it, Down syndrome, you yeah. know they're not faking yeah, right it. right out the jump. But it's like, if it's just like, oh, I'm autistic. I'm like, how mm-hmm. autistic? Because I know a couple autistic like, people. autistic enough for you to clean my diarrhea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know autistic people who just, like, sing lyrics bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just, like, go on Facebook Live too much. But th- there's no way this this type of... No. You, this is on you for getting tricked by a... <laughs> also, he was... How old was he? He was in... 29. 29. Said he was 18. You know, sometimes special ed people do age odd. Yeah, this 18-year-old's got gray pubes. Yeah, That's yeah. I can weird. see that, though, you know? I don't know They're about that. They're kind of an ageless. I feel like special ed people are ageless. They either always look old or they always look young. Have you ever seen a, like, especially disabled with gray hair? You're like, wow, look at you living this that long. That is true. <laughs> living this long. You must have parents who are in hell right now. Yeah, you never see them with gray hair. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you pondered on that. So I'm trying to think of, because listen, I've changed a lot of diapers and jerked off a lot of special ed dudes, and I've never seen <laughs> None of them. One. Gray hair. Mm-mm. All right, we got a little cartel bomb coming in. Oh, you got a little more no, on that? I got, no, we're done. Cool.
Got a little cartel bomb. This one, it's a cartel bomb. Footage shows infamous Mexican cartel leader shot by killer clown at his own birthday party. This guy's from Narcos. You know him. You know him. Francisco Rafael Ariano Felix was the leader of the Tijuana cartel, which was established in the late 1980s by Felix and his seven younger brothers. An infamous Mexican drug lord, Francisco Rafael Arano Felix, was assassinated at his own 64th birthday party by a killer clown who shot up the venue and then fled on this day nine years ago, October 18, 2013. Whoa. Francisco Rafael was the cartel boss and oldest of the Arano Felix brothers who established and led the Tijuana cartel in the late 1980s. Saul, what's worse than kill it, getting killed by a clown? It's being near clown. I have a clown phobia. Really? Yeah, I don't like them. I've, hey, I've had it since I was a kid. I, it, it, it's the hack, like, I went to a circus as a little kid. The clown. Just not a... And what happened was it was a bad clown. Like, it was a dude who was dressed terribly as a clown. I have vivid memories of it. He's just, like, trying to... He's just honking a horn that doesn't honk all the way, mm -hmm. and he, he smelled bad. So that was my first interaction with a clown, and then I saw it right after that. So back-to-back -back bad interactions yeah. with clowns. I so, would like to know... A good interaction with a clown. <laughs> it was it's like all the, pretty terrible. Yeah, this clown came up, gave me a joint. We talked about uh, philosophy, then he left. So far, clowns can't really do much. They, they're scary, and they can't rap. Like, they're never, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's terrible. Um, what would be worse than getting killed by a clown? James Corden. Imagine James Corden was the guy who murdered you. You're just chilling there, singing a song in your car. James Done. Corden in clown makeup. How about that, huh? Clown James Corden. That'd be yeah. very upsetting. James Clowden? James, Cl like James, James Clowden comes up to you. He's like, oi! And you're like, can I do stand-up? No! You can like, do stand-up yourself? Damn, no. <laughs> In the early 90s, the gang were fighting with rival crew Joaquin El Chapo Guzman Sinaloa cartel after they tried to take power over Tijuana. The war between the two drug lords peaked when Tijuana cartel gunmen attempted to murder El Chapo at a Guadalajara International Airport on May 24th, 1993. Um, instead of doing that, uh, they accidentally shot Juan Jesus Posados Ocampo, who is a highly regretted Roman Catholic church. On this day, October 18, 2013, Rafael Francisco was celebrating his 64th birthday at a Ocean House banquet hall in Los Cabos. Among the hundred so attendees were his wife, children, friends, as well as a number of prominent figures in Mexico. Jesus Christ. As we will see, hopefully Tony will be able to put this in the episode. About 30 seconds into the clip, a man wearing a blue clown costume and a pink wig strolls in front of the camera. Then there's panic as the camera stops filming those around him. That was the shot of the clown right here. This is the man who shot. It's got Bigfoot footage of the clown. It's got Bigfoot footage. He was summoned by a man noodling. <laughs> oh. Now keep your eyes out for a guy with pink hair and a blue outfit. Apologies, it was filmed on a burner phone. Yeah, it's a Nokia. Someone's playing Snake. <laughs> there Holy he is. Holy shit. That's just scary in general. But oh. I do think Mexicans love clowns. Yeah, and I, I don't understand that. 
I don't understand their love for clowns because it's never like a good clown. It's never like no. a welcoming Ronald McDonald clown. No, it's like your uncle and he yeah. just had a it weird thing. It's Chivo the Clown. He's here <laughs> to be loud and drunk. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> you know what it is? is? Is Mexican people's affinity for clowns is English people's affinity for uh, men in dresses. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah, both yeah, think yeah. they're both very funny, and I don't understand it. So we're gonna keep this going. Oh, everyone's noticing now. Some bad happened. Now they're all freaking out. We got Cloverfield footage. You just heard a gunshot, and they're still playing that music. I would ask for my deposit back on the mariachi band, but you guys play through like the Titanic's. <laughs> yeah, those. <laughs> they stop. They're like, oh, Dios mio. Like, nah, nah. You keep going, dog. I want to die. If when I die, I want to hear a. Uh... There's got to be a soundtrack to my murder. <laughs> Man, that was fucked up, though. Like, it, it was just scary just seeing. It was like a scary movie when you don't see the monster all the way through. Yeah. Like, you don't see him do the thing, but you see a little peek of him. It was like a Jordan Peele movie. That shit was crazy. Gunshots can be heard, followed by screams. According to witnesses, more gunshots were heard outside the hall as the killer clown fired to scare away anyone of Francisco Rafael's sons who gave chase Saul. My question to you, how many costumes did the killer go through before he got to the clown? <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a fucking 80s montage. <laughs> He's like construction worker. No, 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 no bueno. <laughs> No bueno. <laughs> Comes out. He's like a Native American. Ay, cabrón. Que you know, he came out as a fucking uh, mariachi guy, and he's like, come on. Are we hacks here? Are we that, hacks? No, come All on. right. What do we got? A clown? <laughs> and then it's just the love for clowns. They're like, me gusta, si, yeah. si. Came out as a guy in a bee. They're like, come on, that's Simpsons. Get out of here. <laughs> he then fled in a black SUV. A mortar investigation was launched immediately with the autopsy revealing that Francisco Rafael Died from a traumatic brain injury. Yeah, when the bullet said, "Do you think it was like a regular gun, or was like a fucking? You gotta smell the flower, <laughs> smell the flower, and then <laughs> you'd see a magic trick. It should be hella funny." Oh lord, that's terrible. <laughs> Although it isn't exactly clear who pulled the trigger, most theories point to the drug lords, old enemies in the Sinaloa cartel. In January 2014, the PGR stated that the alleged mastermind of the murder was possibly Jose Rodrigo Archiga Gamboa, a.k.a. El Chino Antrax, the leader of the armed cell within the Sinaloa cartel. Saul, our uh, resident uh, Spanish-speaking Mexican, what's El Chino Antrax mean? Uh, I believe it's the Chinese Antrax. Anthrax. Chinese oh, Antrax. Cha oh, yeah, because this was 2014, a little closer to Anthrax. Damn, imagine getting the nickname the Chinese Anthrax. Just getting, uh, like, if you're not Chinese, getting a, like, if they called me the Mongolian Stabber. <laughs> it's not that at all. That's a wild name to have. You gotta do some wild <laughs> shit to get that. <laughs> El Chino Anthrax has been arrested on drug charges in 2013. An alleged hitman wounded up murdering himself in Sinaloa in 2020. Whew, that was a gnarly one. You want to you wanna do a, a little motif? You want to finish it with... Let's do a couple more. You bust you bust out one, I'll do one more. Yeah, I'll do one more. I will do uh this one is a little, little light, like lighthearted compared to uh, clown murder. Uh <laughs> women charged with unleashing bees on cops. <laughs> a Massachusetts woman is facing multiple assault and battery charges for allegedly releasing a swarm of bees on a group of sheriff deputies. Some of them were allergic to the bee stings as they tried to serve an eviction notice, authorities said. 
Court records show Rosie S. Woods, 55, pleaded not guilty at her, at her arraignment on October 12th in Springfield District Court um, and was released without bail. I mean, I mean, that's a great, bees are a great attack method. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you release on the, like, not necessarily cops, but like, you're like, oh, you want, you want this? Yeah. I'm going to go pop the trunk on them. What would you pop the trunk on someone? Not West, a- West Nile mosquitoes. <laughs> How do you control? They're just going to fly out. Now you got a problem. I'm going to the West Nile. I'm getting some mosquitoes. And then people are going to come out. Steve's wearing like a weird sheet. I'm like, it's not a sheet. It's a mosquito net. Yeah. Attack. And then they just fly off. Now you got a mosquito problem. Yeah. Then I did ruin um, the Lodi area. <laughs> the Lodi area. It's like man trying to evade police releases West Nile virus. <laughs> You're a terrorist. Yeah, I gotta do what I gotta do. I'm trying to get. I would too. go. Uh, I would go pigeons. Ooh, I just I like like like, uh, like doves. You throw them in there, and they just fucking attack. Just shitting more, everywhere. Just shitting. Maybe into a deputy's mouth. Mm. Like if you want to evict me, you're gonna get fucking bird shit in your mouth. Uh, okay. The Hampton County Sheriff's Department deputies went to the home in Western Massachusetts on October 12th, where she was met with protesters, according to the official department report. Woods, who lived in Hadley, soon arrived in an, with an SUV towing a trailer carrying beehives. She started shaking the hives and broke the cover off one, causing hundreds of bees to swarm out and sting de- deputies. Woods, who put on a beekeeper's outfit to protect herself, was eventually handcuffed, but uh, not before several more sheriff deputies were stung. <laughs> I love, too, that she's in a beekeeper outfit, and they're like, she's just like, no, that was I didn't release any bees. What are you talking about? I don't this know what you're talking about. Normal Wednesday fit. It's- yeah, I'm just walking. It's sun. is harsh. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> I came from a funeral. I came- this is a veil. <laughs> This is a full suit veil. I'm sad. I'm in a time of mourning. <laughs> now I will take my bees and leave. <laughs> Apparently three of the officers were allergic to bees. Who isn't allergic to bees, though? What grown man is allergic to bees? I feel like... Grow up. Yeah. They sting you. You fucking put ice on it. Yeah, it's I, boo-boo. I haven't been stung in a bee in like 10 years. When's the last time you've been stung by a bee? Dude, I got fucked up one time. I've always kind of been a shithead, and I remember in football one time, they would always just find excuses to f- just fuck me up. What? When I played football, this, the coaches always hated me. Oh, I thought you were talking about the bees. I was the like, bees. what? The bees hated that I played football. <laughs> it's like, okay. I was sweet like honey, and my moves <laughs> would sting your defense. What'd um, they do? So they would always fuck me up. What? This actually, I'll do two stories. The football coach hated me so much because I was very good at football, and I was better than most people on the team. So he couldn't really do anything to get me. So when I played baseball, I was terrible. Yeah. And he goes, hey, guys, we're going to learn how to take a pitch. Oh. And then he put me in there, and he threw about 30 balls at me. That'd be so funny. And then he threw a ball at a beehive <laughs> and landed he on my head. Threw bees at me and once again. <laughs> That's so, really. Yeah, he threw for literally probably 30 balls right at me. Jesus Anybody Christ. else? Nope. Just you? Just me. Everyone watched. That's bullshit. So I do have CTE, and now, 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 now sometimes things don't work very well. So they couldn't do anything to me in football, so then they put me uh, bear crawls. You know what a bear crawl is? You put your hands down, your ass up, kind of walk around in a downward dog. They made me do that during the summer on the field, and my hands, each hand got stacked, stung by bees four times a piece. Were there just bees around? There's bees on the grass, yeah. Just in the summer, and they got stung, and they said I had to keep walking. Then I came up, my hands looked like two fucking Mickey Mouse gloves. They're like, okay, you're done. You're done for the day? 
Yeah. Or just in general. If you're done for the season, you're taken done. out by bears out, bee bee stings. <laughs> Over here, Kyle, he, he tore his Achilles. Yogi Steve, bee stings. Bee stings about six months ago. Still recovering. <laughs> Steve, we're going to throw some balls at you again. We're going to throw them at the bee stings. Hopefully pop them. I, uh, I have one bee story, but it was as a kid. We had a sandbox in Catholic school. And then there's these things. I don't know if they were sand bees. I don't know if you know about bees that hang out and they hang, they burrow in the sand. Oof. And uh, like they didn't do anything about it. Like, yeah, there's sand bees. It is what it is. So me and my friends at recess, we would create little like sand bee guns with rubber bands to kill sand bees. So we would get sting. We would get stung. Like once, I'd get stung once a week trying to kill these bees in the sandbox. That was a that was more fun than it was childhood traumatic traumatic yeah. than yours. Yeah, but I was in high school too. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> you seem fine about it now. Drink your Coors Light to Mr. Hernandez. You're a punk bitch, and your mom was ugly. <laughs> I your hope mom was a bee ass bitch. Yeah, your mom looks swollen from bees. All right, guys, that's another fantastic episode of this week in crime. Thank you, Sal Trio. Follow him. Make sure you want to smoke out. We smoke big, smoke big, smoke big, smoke. Check out that West Coast Gardens. Ask your cannabis club. Ask your drug dealer. Just get it in your blunt. Other than that, thank you, Comedy Store Records. My guy, Tony Gidley, John Sosis. See you next time. Deuces, homie.